Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on January 16th, 2023. Hello, everyone. We are back. We're trying to do we, me. There's no, I guess it's the royal we, but the royal we is just me. It's just me. I am back trying to get back into the swing of things, and it's not easy, but I'm back to my regular cadence. I did not get to, whatchamacallit, like, bank episodes because I was lazy, so <laughs> this is relatively, you know, I think it's one week behind, um, and I don't know when that's going to change. Uh, we went over all the updates for the, you know, the important updates for when I was off the air. So there's nothing new. I'm a little low energy because I'm recording this pretty late in the evening on this Monday. And, and then I had today off because it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day in the States, um, which was great. I mean, I'm not complaining that I had it off and it's an important day, uh, but Alas, it just makes me think about work tomorrow, and I'm in Jersey, so when I'm in Jersey, that means I have to wake up extra early to catch the bus to get into the city, so it's a whole thing, so I'm not going to sleep well tonight, and it's my own doing, right? I could just get, you know, I could get to the city tonight, but I, I won't. I won't. I'd rather stay here and sleep less, because that's me. Um, And I, I had kind of a difficult week towards the end of the week last last week 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 um i had my annual review my first review at my job and it went really well except for there were just a couple of things that i was just not happy about in it and they were very minuscule and i don't think they reflect upon you know the type of worker i am but i think that when you do try hard and you're you know i can't say that I'm a perfectionist, um, but when it comes to work, I, I do work hard, and I try to be thorough, and I, I'm not trying to half-ass anything, and there were just a, there was a comment that basically made me feel like I, I was a moron, and I didn't do my job, and so I was pretty upset about it, and I was so upset that I had to leave my cubicle and go to the bathroom and cry. And that's how I knew how upset I was because I don't cry much these days anymore. Um, although, you know, I think what it is is not so much that I can't cry because I can cry, but be this medication just doesn't make me dwell on things that make me sad. So it's like it keeps it moving. But when I am upset about something or I'm thinking about something and ruminating about it a lot, then I will get upset because I... I'm thinking about the same thing and I'm not like moving past it. So I had to like take a moment and and cry. Like I took a couple of moments and cried it out. And then I talked to some, you know, fellow coworkers and vented about it to them and they totally understood and they were on my side and I cried again a little bit. It was just like, it was, it was tough for me because there was also some other impending changes at work and, um, I mean, I guess that's just the nature of work and life. And that's why I, I am doing my meditation practice so that I can go with the flow and these things don't affect me as much. But change is really not something 
I mean, I can't say that I I handle it poorly. I think that, you know, I recognize that so much is out of my control. And when there are changes that happen, yes, I'm upset. But then, you know, it's not like I, you know, have a tantrum about it. I'm just like, all right, here's another thing that is totally out of my control. And I have no idea how this is going to affect me, you know. So I think that it was more, it was like wrapped up into that, but, you know, hopefully with my meditation practice, which I have kept up, although yesterday I'd forgotten to do the second one because, you know, I do 20 minutes twice a day. And so it was really late, like, and also I've been waking up early naturally, like, for me, I'm sorry for any parents out there, but waking up early is like 8 a.m. for me on a weekend, you know, because back back in the day, even like a couple of years ago, not even a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago, I could just sleep until like 10 a.m. no problem. But um, now I don't and I can't. So I don't and I won't. <laughs> but um, I, what was the point of this? Oh yeah, so because I was waking up early. So I was, I was dead tired by 10, 1045 last night. And um, I was like, oh, damn it, I, di- I didn't do my second meditation. So then I was like, you know what, I'm going to break the rules a little bit. And I'm just going to like lay down and do it in my bed. <laughs> and you can see where this is going. Um, but I really thought like, because you're supposed to sit upright and all that stuff and um, have back support. But my bed is very uncomfortable to sit up in because the way, you know, the headboard is there's like, a gap there. So it's really uncomfortable. The pillow kind of falls through. It's a whole thing. Um, So I was like, I'm going to lay down and do it. And I'm like, I'm sure I'm gonna, you know, just naturally like know when 20 minutes is up. I think I must have fallen asleep within like five to 10 minutes, like probably even three minutes. I was so tired. I woke up like it was so I ended up maybe it was like 1115 that I ended up, you know, laying down finally. Um, and then I woke up at like 1 a.m., like 1.15 a.m. So I fell asleep for two hours and I had no idea. Um, but apparently that's not a bad thing. But obviously I I, it, this, I wasn't conditioned to sleep, but it was the right circumstances for me to fall asleep in that meditation practice. Um, so yes, last week towards the end was a little rough, but then by um, by Friday I was fine. You know, I was like, all right, you know, moving on, who cares? And and then, of course, it just makes me feel like, oh, you know what? I'm going to quit. And then I, I played the lottery. And now I've started to keep track because with my newfound happiness and morale, all I do is buy things. And it's it's getting a little – It's it has been out of control. I'll be honest. So I started keeping – you know, and I know that there are apps that will tell me about my spin. I don't like – any of them. I don't like mint, rocket money, none of it. I don't want it. It doesn't help me and I don't like it. So I started just keeping a spreadsheet like Google Sheets. And I just every time I buy something, I just write it in there. I, you know, I put in what my income is, what my bills are, and how much I have left to spend per month, and then, you know, down to per week. So I know what my budget is. And, um, and I've been, you know, obviously going over budget a lot for, I would say, the last couple of months. And it's not good. Um, And I keep doing like, I keep just buying things because I'm like, well, this brings me joy. And it's like, no, 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 you can't keep doing that. So I think that the sheets 
I mean, now, you know, I can see how much I'm overspending. Um, So I need to like, I think I should, I've already bought stuff today. Like I purchased like four things today. So I think I should, you know, try to zip it. No more stuff this week, but easier said than done. Um, I haven't hit my weekly limit yet, but I surpassed it last week by a lot. So really, I've already used up my money for the month. Um, Yeah, so I need to like, I need to tighten the strings and I don't want to because whatever. But yeah, I was upset about work. So then I was like, I'm going to quit. And then I'm like, you know what, I'm going to play the lottery. So then I did play the lottery and like, it's, you know, it's, great and terrible that now here in the States, you can just buy it online. And so, you know, I have the lotto.com app and I'm not a gambler. Like I'm not, that's not one of my addictions. Uh, Apparently just buying things, tattoos and jewelry are my addictions. So, but not so much gambling. Um, And so I, (laughs) You can easily buy these lottery tickets. And I think it was last week, um, the pot for like Powerball, it's either Powerball or Mega Millions, one of those. It was over a billion dollars, billion with a B, B as in boy. And so everybody was playing it. But my my dumb logic is like, well, if everybody's playing the big pots, then I'm going to play the little pots because there's going to be less people buying tickets for that, Um, which I, I don't think it actually maps out to that because it's probably I don't know regardless that's what I do but I also get you know the Powerball and the Mega Millions and I didn't win um although if I did win I wouldn't say it on this podcast um because then everybody would be coming out of the woodwork asking me for money so you'll never know if I win um but uh I didn't win (laughs) this time around. Um, And I also think a billion dollars is too much money. I think it's too much money. I think that's like crazy. Um, I would be fine with if I won, if I won five million after taxes, like five million take home. um, I, I, yeah, that's enough. That's enough for me to live. I would invest. It would keep growing and um, it would be enough for me to not work. That's the truth. So that's all I want. Is that such that's not a that's not a lot. That's not a tough ask, especially these days and the value of a dollar, right? So whatever. But I didn't win. But when I actually looked at because it's so easy to buy these tickets on this app, when I actually calculated it, because it's like, oh, pick five, pick five. And I'm like, yeah, I'll pick five. And then I realized I paid I I spent $79. On lottery tickets. And I was like, oh my God, I did this like two weeks in a row or less than two weeks because it's like the drawings are like, I don't know, every four days. I have no idea. And I was like, oh shit, like I can't do this. And they're like, oh, do a subscription. And I'm like, no, no, you're not going to get me because I'd rather like buy things than just throw $79 in the wind. <sighs> so, yes, the spreadsheet is at least helping me see how much frivolous spending I'm doing. So I'm hoping to tighten the purse strings there. I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm talking about, I talked about all the tattoos and I'm getting three more tattoos, which I talked about and that's happening this coming weekend. Um, so I'm super stoked about that. And then I'm also, I reached out to another artist, um, 
in another town in Jersey uh, to work with him on another idea. So, I mean, I'm just going to be tatted up. But, uh, you know, maybe a question that somebody would have is, obviously, wouldn't you do a magenta giraffe? And I, it's funny, I don't want to do magenta giraffe because that's my sign from my mom. So it's really important for me to see it um, in the world and external for me. And if I were to just see it on my body, um, it's just like, to me, it, it, um, dilutes the strength of the sign, the importance of the sign. So as far as um, a magenta giraffe goes, I don't really have any plans to do that. I have, you know, things that are important to me and my mom and our relationship. And, you know, like I'm doing Adler on my shoulder because that's, you know, what she used to always give me every morning, which means affection in Bengali. And, um, so, you know, that's her. And then I'm also getting my parents' names tattooed on my kind of my left rib cage. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I, I, I don't want to do magenta draft because I still want it to be like external of me. Um, but why did I do a pineapple? I think a pineapple is just, it's not something that I'm like seeing all the time. It's like in a kind of a hidden part of my body, but it's also like, it's more of my generic sign. Um, whereas the magenta giraffe is like very specifically from my mother and the pineapple is from my spirit guides, my team of light, like my ancestors, whoever is an angel up there for me, who's guiding me. Um, that's what the pineapple is for me. So I'm like, yeah, who cares about that? Let me tattoo that on my body. <laughs> also, it's just, you know, I really liked the design of it. I just, a giraffe, I don't like really know if I want that on my body. <laughs> um, as far as animals are concerned, I do want a tiger somewhere because I love a Bengal tiger. It's my favorite animal. It has been since I was a child. If I was in Harry Potter world, a uh, Bengal tiger would be my Patronus, obviously. Um, <laughs> so it's really important to me. And so I don't know how I'm going to design that into something because it also does feel cliche but I don't fucking care like I have cliches on me okay like other people have gotten pineapples I'm sure people have their zodiac signs um you know not most things are not original if anything is original so like it's hard to have an original thought you know because it's been done before um what else you know I think that right now and energetically, I do feel like I'm in a low place, but the things that I am trying to enjoy the smaller things in life, like I really, this is going to sound so lame, but I'm really into candles right now and very bougie candles. Like, um, I love diptyque. I love net apothic. Um, I think those are like the main ones that I love. Um, oh, and then there's um 
this perfume company that they, I wear their perfume, Ellis Brooklyn. So one of the perfumes that I have, I got it in candle form and that smells really good. Oh, and did you know that these Woodwick candles like actually sound like a fireplace? So I had, I bought this one candle when um, I went to Beacon, New York with some friends and it was at this store called Witch Please, which I loved, which is like crystals and all witchy. And um, these wonderful guys were the owners. And this one of them made these candles and put spells in them. So of course, I got the spell that is like about abundance and money. I'm like, give me give me all the money. Um, and I didn't I've never had a woodwick candle. And it like once I lit it I was like oh my god this is magical it really it sounds incredible so I recommend a woodwick candle if you can get one but a, none of the high-end companies have woodwick candles so I mean it really like melts very quickly because the wick is very thick so I don't know but like I'm I'm loving the woodwick I have to say but um yeah and I think so when I'm going back to these moments of joy that I try to find now throughout the day, it's like lighting a candle and like doing my meditation practice actually really makes me happy. And obviously when I'm low, I think about my future pup, my future boy, my single momness coming around the corner. Um, I think about him a lot and I really hope that, you know, he's not too difficult because, <laughs> whoa my mic fell. Um, I had a very difficult dog for 17 years. Difficult meaning he just like was really stubborn and didn't listen to anybody. And but that was also part of the breed that, you know, we did no research. I was 11 years old. I saw him in a pet store and I fell in love with him, Leo. And I wouldn't change it for anything. He had a lot of personality. He knew what he liked. He knew what he didn't like. And he wasn't going to take shit from anybody. Like, that's commendable. I, I, but, you know, now that I'm going to be a single mom, a single dog mom, I can't deal with a dog like that. <laughs> like, my dog needs to be obsessed with me and love me and do whatever I say. And I'm going to be a strict mom because if you're not, if you don't do the discipline, then they're not going to respect you and you're not going to be the pack leader. Okay. So that's how I'm going to raise my pup. And oh, I had this crazy experience with a dog. It felt very spiritual in all honesty. So I was in town with my friend Liz and we were just walking around and we were just, um, we t were standing in place and this dog, this beautiful, um, I think it's a King Charles Cavalier. Um, I always, I never know which comes first. It's not like King Cavalier Charles. That doesn't make any sense. It's King Charles Cavalier, I think. And so they're very distinct. They usually have like a red and white coat and, um, and she was lovely. So she went up to Liz first. And she was so cute. She was obviously a very spoiled princess dog because she was wearing this cute little puffer pink jacket. And it was it was a cold day. And I guess, you know, her owner needed to dress her appropriately. And um, she went up to Liz and Liz, was, you know, greeted her. And then she came over to me and then she just like would not leave. And Liz was like, she loves you. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and so she looked up at me with these beautiful brown big brown eyes like intimating something to me and I have no idea but it really felt like a spiritual 
thing. She just looked at me and I did believe that she really loved me. So I bent down and I, you know, I pet her and she was so soft. And I said, you know, and she had a little name tag and it was her name was Riley. And I was like, Riley, you could be a model. And really she could be a model. Like she was beautiful. And then the owner laughed at that. Um, and, uh, but she like, didn't, Oh, she didn't want to go. So I was petting her. And then she was like resting her head on my shin. And, you know, finally, I like, you know, I knew that the owner wanted to get going. So I, I, I stopped petting her. And then, you know, she eventually left. But it was a very interesting connection. I mean, I definitely feel like I do have dog whisperer vibes. Dogs do usually really love me because I have very grounded energy. I'm not, when I see a dog, I don't go, ah, I don't. I try to stay grounded. I let them come to me. I try to do the no talk, no touch, no talk, no eye contact that Caesar Milan always says. And, you know, usually it works out. And, but she was definitely, she made a beeline towards me. And I have to say, there's nothing, there's no better feeling than a dog choosing you in a room of people. And granted, we were not in a room of people. We were outside on a sidewalk and it was just me and Liz. And I, I mean, I don't know. Liz is wonderful. There's no reason for that dog to have not spent more time with her. Um, but for some reason, she loved me and um, was really like very strongly connected. It was so crazy. I, I wish everybody could witness it because it was quite magical. Um, and yeah, you just feel very special and you feel connected to all living things. I know, so heavy out of a dog exchange, but dogs will bring that out in you. So I'm really, I am really looking forward to seeing, you know, how my life changes with the responsibility of this creature who is solely dependent on me. I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna take that very seriously and I am very nervous about it, but I've decided to pivot towards just thinking about the joy of it all because what's the point of thinking about the anxiety of it all? I mean, I'm going to do it. I've made the decision. And when I've made a decision, 9.9 times out of 10, I follow through. So yeah, I mean, find yourself a dog or some sort of pet to get another spiritual connection. That's what I say. Um, so that's it. I've got nothing else. I haven't, I mean, my mom was in dream. She's always in my dreams in some background form of some sort um I did see sort of a magenta draft because my friend Mel sent a baby like a kid picture of her and on what she was wearing in the picture um was a magenta sweatshirt and a giraffe was on it so it was very magenta giraffe adjacent and you know it's always fun to see little things like that um I you know I I I, I wish she was here I wish she was here every second of the day and, you know, my dad's health is is definitely better, but there are still a lot of hurdles that we have to go through. Um, and I wish we had her with us um, to make us complete. But one day we will all be complete. Um, <laughs> so on that lovely note, I am I'm going to end it there and just say bye. <laughs>